Welcome to the Beyond Jiu-Jitsu podcast. I am your co-host, Kieran Lefebvre, joined by Adam Childs. What's up? That was probably your lowest energy intro that you've I was, done. I was so channeling far. that video. Adam just showed me a video of this guy like singing on uh, America's Got Talent. And then he's like this white guy that comes out and sings like Barry White. And yeah, like, yeah, it's really funny. Oh, baby. So yeah. I was like channeling that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is jujitsu. If you're into jujitsu, you're in the right place. <laughs> yeah, that was great. <laughs> yeah, uh, ep- episode one fifteen. We're actually going to stay on track this episode. Last episode, it started mm. with us being like, "Okay, we're talking about this and this and this," mm. and then that was not at all what we spoke about. If you didn't listen funny. to that episode, <laughs> it was, you know, a bit talking about the recent-ish, you know, information from Don John Denneher regarding mm. the DDS split. But then we. You know, that went into a talking about the chess scandals yeah. that is going on with competitive chess and cheating. And it turned out, uh, look, Kieran and I spend a lot of time together with the podcast and, you know, essentially five days a week in mm. the gym. Uh, so often, uh, you know, it's not like we know everything about each other, but we spend a lot of time talking about shit. Mm. But then in that episode, it was complete news to me that Kieran's a massive chess nerd, <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah. And then so, and I like chess, but I don't know a lot about it. And then so it was like 30 minutes talking about chess and who's cheating and what's going on. And you knew yeah. all these people's names. And I was just sitting there being like, yeah, this is great. We got and some good feedback. Some like some people that actually play chess were interested. But then someone in the YouTube comments brought up you that we collectively, as we're speaking about chess scandals, and sport cheating scandals, we failed to mention the most scandalous scandal that's currently scandalizing the world. Which is? Apparently in the States, in a fishing tournament, like oh, professional fishing, this. this guy loaded his fish with weights and filleted fish, like Costco bought filleted fish, like crumb fish, and was jamming it into these fish to artificially increase the weight so we would win. Yeah, yeah, And these yeah. are prize, like th- this is a professional level. These are like prize competitions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw this video. The dude's just standing there while they're cutting over yeah. the fish. And he's got nothing to say and they're pulling out weights. It's yeah. insane. Yeah. It's like, fuck, man. That's nuts. <laughs> I wonder how long, like people all around him was like, how long have you been doing this? Because obviously he's a regular. And yeah, yeah. Man, that's desperation to win. Desperation. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to stay on track today. Episode 115, we're talking about jiu-jitsu teams and mm. a bit more specifically why myself and you know by default then kieran as well because he trains at, <laughs> at, at my gym why uh, i've left alliance <gasps> <gasps> so some people would already know this uh, yeah. especially any of my students who are listening already know this but yeah decided to part ways from the alliance team and it was, you know, we're going to go into the details as to why, but it was a big decision for, for those who aren't completely up to date on, on my background and my history. You know, I got my black belt from Fabio Gogel. If you don't know who that is, he's like one of the founders of Jiu-Jitsu. Of, <laughs> of, Jiu-Jitsu, <laughs> of Alliance. So Fabio along with, so, so Jacare is Fabio's coach. So there was Jacare, his student, Fabio Gagel, and Alessandro Paiva, or Gigi. Those three founded Alliance together back in 1993, I think it was. And 
And yeah, so and Fabio's the coach of guys like Cobrinha, Marcelo Garcia, Bernardo Faria, Michael Lange, Lucas Lepri, mm. all, all these, you know, Luano Azaguirre, Gabby Garcia, all these big names. And yeah, so I lived in Brazil for five years training at, under Fabio, got my black belt from Fabio, worked also for many years as a, a manager for the Alliance team mm. and then have been operating Alliance Sydney for the past four years. So ironically, just to touch on your job, you were actually, correct me if I'm wrong, you were responsible for the international affiliates of Alliance. Yeah, that's right. I mean, Alliance has, I mean, I haven't done that job for a few years now, but I think pretty peanuts compared to Gracie Baja numbers, but still something like, I think, 400 affiliates or something around the world. They wow. have a lot in Brazil and the US, mm. but haven't successfully expanded into Europe and um, and Asia mm. like Gracie Baja has done. So yeah, but anyway, something like 400 affiliates. So That's I used crazy to- crazy numbers, man. That is crazy. It's a lot of gyms. And I yeah. used to help manage those- affiliates or whatever and would travel to you know the worlds and masters and whatever mm. to see them and yeah so that's what i used to do mm. it got to a point where it was too difficult to have enough time to do that job as well as run my gym and have time for my family so mm. and it didn't really pay me anything because i was still getting paid in pi's brazilian currency oh so it was like almost charity work for me so i stopped doing that job but yeah it's um gotten to a point where it didn't make any sense to to remain with the team but it was it was a hard decision i think i probably stayed with alliance longer than i would have if i was just some dude because fabio was my coach he's my coach right because you know i'm under fabio and i had worked for alliance you know i'm very close to the team coming from you know the, the headquarters of that team, not just some rent. You know, when you see people that, oh, yeah, I train at whatever, uh, you know, Marcelo Garcia Jiu-Jitsu, and you're like, oh, yeah, wow, I've never met Marcelo. What's he like? He's like, oh, I don't know, I've never met him too. I train at one of his gyms in mm -hmm. wherever. No, that wasn't my case, right? Like, I trained at Fabio's gym, lived in Brazil with him and everything. So it was a hard decision, but I probably stayed longer with Alliance than I would have if I didn't have that relationship. But, yeah, finally made the call to to start doing my own thing and 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 no longer unfortunately you know unfortunately but also fortunately no longer represent that team why everyone wants to know like why <clears throat> yeah i mean there's a there's a lot of reasons why there's actually heaps of reasons why mm. uh way more reasons for for not continuing with them than for staying with them um the, I guess the the straw that broke the camel's back, you could say, was the the financial obligation. I never it never really sat. I, I really don't like the franchise model for jujitsu gyms. I, so I, what what is the franchise model? So the franchise model is the is the Gracie Baja model, right? Which is if I were just an investor mm. who knew nothing about jujitsu and I wanted to make money. And someone said, hey, there's two gyms to choose from. There's a Gracie Baja opening that you can invest in or there's a, you know, Adam Child's jiu-jitsu that you can invest in. Adam who? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> no, no. I would invest in Gracie Baja. Like it's just, it, it, it makes money, but it is 
like a lot of people refer to it, the McDojo of jiu-jitsu. And yes, that's a bit of a blanket statement. There's obviously amazing Gracie Baja gyms with incredible mm. instructors and students and athletes and whatever. But the, the franchise model, in my opinion, is, and from my experience, not just being someone who doesn't know anything, like I'm someone who has you know, worked not with Gracie Baja, but with them in the sense that I did, I worked for Alliance and, you know, we would look at what Gracie Baja is doing or whatever. And I run my own gym and everything. So I have experience in this space. And from my experience, the franchise model is it's very similar to if you were a chef wanting to open a restaurant, right? Let's say if you're not a chef and you're just a cook, you're someone who's like, hey, I like food and stuff, right? And I would like to have a restaurant. Mm but I don't really have any credentials or I don't know how to do whatever. I'm going to franchise and open, let's say for argument's sake, like a Subway or mm, something. Like or, a Nando's or something. Yeah, like or a Nando's is maybe mm. a better example for like um, international listeners. So it's kind of like a, you know, it's a restaurant, but it's not, you know, so it's a step above like Subway, mm. but it's not like going to a Gordon Ryan restaurant or something, mm. you know? And so I think the jujitsu franchise model is a bit similar to that in the sense that let's say if you wanted to open a gym today and you're like, you're a blue belt and you want to open a gym, the franchise model can work because you're given all this in theory, given all this support and knowledge and whatever in exchange for your financial commitment that, um, that allows you to, to operate your business yeah. When you can be the owner of the business, but you're not even like the head instructor. Or so whatever. I have all the branding done. I have the website templates done. I have the timetable and the schedules done. Yeah. I have what I'm going to teach the students done. I have all my instructor support as in like I do an online instructor course and it's done, you know, yeah. in theory. And then I have the reputation sorted out because everyone knows Gracie Baja. It's just now it's Gracie Baja Randwick or wherever. Yeah, yeah. Not to reveal my location. <laughs> <laughs> we're in Randwick. <laughs> International list is like, like well, shut up, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's it. That's exactly it. And Gracie Baja, for example, like they do a great job of it, mm. right? They charge a huge amount of money for it, but you get a lot of support. Like you can pretty much want to open a Gracie Baja. They'll take your money, but they'll give you shit in return. Mm. Like they'll, they'll find you an instructor right? They'll, really? they'll set mats up for you. And they, you know, and they do a lot of marketing stuff that then you get to piggyback off, right? Yeah. So you get a lot for it. It's kind of like opening a McDonald's. It is like opening a McDonald's, yes. Hence the analogy, Hence the, the McDojo. McDojo. Mm. Uh, and look, there's a time and place for that. I don't have a problem with them doing it. I just don't like the franchise model for me. Mm. I don't have a problem with other people going that model or that model existing. It's the same as I don't have a problem with McDonald's. I just don't eat it, right? Or, <laughs> yeah, you know, that's, that's, or yeah, I eat yeah. it when I'm on a 10-hour road trip and it's McDonald's or starvation. Yeah. You know, then, I'll, then I'll go to a McDonald's, right? Yeah. Uh, but I don't have a problem if, if you were eating McDonald's right now. I wouldn't give a shit. Like, I'm like, yeah, cool, man. Like what if I was training at Gracie Baja right now? Would you care then? <laughs> Well, I'd be like, you, you'll, you get, you'll get that hip escape one day, Kieran. Yeah, <laughs> off you go. <laughs> uh, yeah. Shit. So I don't really like, I don't really like that model. Uh, Alliance originally, or at least when I was working with them, they were quite adamant about 
differentiating themselves from Gracie Baja and not being considered a franchise and being considered affiliations. So they wouldn't franchise their gyms and they still don't really franchise their gyms. So what is, we have to ask, like, can you just quickly explain the difference? What is a franchise compared to, well, we know what a franchise is, but what's an affiliate? Isn't it just a different word for franchise? Yes and no. So uh, an affiliate is supposed to be where you aren't, you don't have as many restrictions put on you like you do when you're a franchise. So when when you're a franchise, you can't like, man, you can't change shit. Mm. Like, and and I know multiple people who have trained at Gracie Bajas that's so strict that for you know Sophia, one of our students who who originally came from Gracie Baja, she could tell you she could go, oh, it's the five o'clock class on the third Thursday of the month. We're doing scissor sweep and cross collar choke. Like she, you know, it's so regimented and strict, right? Uh, an affiliation was supposed to be, okay, you pay less, you also get less, mm. and you're just associated with the team and you represent the team and everything, but you still kind of get to do your own thing. So you get to use the branding. You get to use the branding, but there, but there's not like, for example, Gracie Baja, you can't put in whatever color mats you want. You can't paint the walls whatever color you want. Like it's mm. more like walking into a Subway yeah. or a McDonald's. Like you're not you going to- have to buy this brand of ice cream machine. You have to buy right. this yeah. fucking, um, you know, if you're in this country, you need to stock these items. This is your menu. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and like I said, Gracie Baja do a good job of it. What they do that Alliance, and now at the, sorry, so uh, that's the difference, right? But Alliance is definitely, whether they've officially made the decision or not, I'm not sure, but just knowing how things are changing within the association, they're definitely going more franchise, mm. which like I said, I don't like. So, I, you know, it's not for me anymore. And and this is just one of the reasons, unfortunately. I wish it was as, as simple as, as that. But they're definitely leaning more towards that franchise model that, doesn't interest me and I this is the way I explain it to people who even in the jiu-jitsu world but especially if I'm talking to let's say for example my parents who mm. have asked me you know why are you not why is you have you changed the name of the gym and they don't know anything about jiu-jitsu really mm. I say well it's kind of like this I go if okay I'm not a if, if we imagine it's like restaurants and chefs it's like okay I'm not a world champion in jiu-jitsu I'm not a Michelin star chef However, I did my apprenticeship under a Michelin star chef and I've worked in Michelin star kitchens. So now when I go and open my own restaurant, I don't need to franchise a Nando's because I already paid my dues and I did my apprenticeship under someone, you know, so credible and such a high level instructor or, or chef. And I worked in such high level prestigious kitchens you know, I was taught and trained so well that I don't need the support to open a Nando's and I don't need to pay money to use the name Nando's. I can just open my own restaurant. Adamo's. <laughs> Adamo's. <laughs> Coming soon. <laughs> we do perio perio chicken. You know, like, so it's it's kind of a, uh, a little bit like that. But, you know, so I don't want to be, even from the beginning of having Alliance Sydney, I didn't necessarily implement all the the contractual obligations that you're supposed to do when you're an alliance affiliate. 
such as you know requiring students to wear the uniform and, mm. and things like that. There's no, I'm not under any illusions that they're that they don't give good advice. If if I did everything that Alliance said that you should do, I would probably have a bigger gym with more students and make more money. In saying that, I'm yet to meet a single person who goes into jiu-jitsu with this, wow, this looks like a great career path and a very lucrative business. <laughs> like, it's if I just wanted to make money, I would have gone into, you know, the financial market or something like that or hedge funds or whatever. You know, don't get me wrong, you got to pay your bills and everything, but if I did everything that they that you're supposed to do, that you agree to do in your contract, if I did all of that, yes, I would probably have more money, more students, whatever, but what I wouldn't have is, you know, the happiness that I have in the way that I run my business. I wouldn't have the atmosphere that I have in my gym. I wouldn't have the types of students that I have in my gym, and that's worth more to me than you know just like i'll give you an example you go to these very strict gyms and let's say let's say gracie baja for example you have to wear a rash guard under your gi yeah right which alliance doesn't have that rule but i wouldn't be surprised if they implemented it one day people argue it's for hygiene it's bullshit it's just to sell more rash guards mm. uh and yeah so if you went Let's say you trained at Gracie Baja and you turned up and you had forgotten your rash guard, right? It, you would have two options. No, you'd essentially have three options. Go home, don't train. Quickly run home, get your rash guard and come back or buy a new rash guard. Like mm. that would be it. They're your options. I don't have like, I don't feel good about that. I don't have that kind of culture in my gym. Most of the time when people forget their gi, I'm like, ah, I'll lend you a gi. Mm-hmm. And then you I do, usually yeah. even wash it for them. Like, yep. what's wrong with me? Yep. Right? You know? Uh, you do, so, yeah. <laughs> so it's just not how I, ru- I want to run my business. Like, yeah, my business could be bigger and more successful, but it's, you know, it's, it's not about that for me. So that's like the difference between uh, affiliations and franchises. But, you know, it it's also, I mean, it's a lot of money, man. And it got to a point where it was... I remember when the thought first started coming up, like I really didn't want to leave Alliance. Like it's something that's so close to me, but it was like, hmm, pay Alliance money, which again, I never got anything in return for it. Like mm. if you were just an accountant and that, you know, and you're looking at this, my, my numbers and going, okay, so every, every dollar you spend, there should not every dollar there needs to be a return because it's not all investment. Like obviously mm. there's no return on paying your electricity bill, right? But you, yeah, you know what I mean? buying toilet paper yeah. for the toilets. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Like something like this, they would go, where's the return on that investment? Mm. And I go, oh, there isn't one. Mm. Right? Because all the knowledge and support that you get, which is very minimal by the way, like in my opinion, I, like I don't need it. It's kind of like if I said to you, Oh, Kieran, I'm your real estate agent. I'm going to increase your rent by $50 a week, but I'll check your mailbox for you. You'd be like, yeah, I don't need that service. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, so a lot of the support they give because I got my black belt from Fabio, because I trained in Brazil under him, because I used to do the job that like the support that they 
give me, I used to be the dude that would give that support to other affiliates. So I don't yeah, need to that's pay, funny. Yeah, I don't that's need to pay for that. Yeah. So even before there was no return on the investment, but they just kept increasing the, affi- the, the cost and not to really, be associated with them. And not like including anything. Well, including stuff, but stuff that I don't need. Right. And, uh, and yeah, so it kind of got to a point when it, the thought first started happening, I really didn't want to leave, but it was like, okay, I either keep paying Alliance money mm. or I feed my son, you know? Oh, Ooh, wow. That's a tough one. What should I do? <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, well, I have a question. This wasn't actually uh, something pre-planned, but have did they ever call you out prior to this, prior to all of this? Did they ever call you out for not meeting certain obligations of your affiliate contract? Have you? Did you ever get like, hey, just check in to make sure everyone, all your students are wearing Alliance or, hey, you haven't done a seminar with an Alliance person in a while. Have they ever done that? Did they ever do that? Um, I'm just curious. I never, I never got called out because they kind of... This is the also the problem with what they're trying to do. And I don't want this to be just a dump on Alliance episode. Like, it, I spent years working for them. And, I mean, they didn't take my advice when I worked for them, so they're not going to listen to it now. <laughs> <laughs> but, for for example, like, they're... They have. They really only have two business models: the one that suits the Brazilian market and one that suits the American market. And they also only have the resources or are willing to spend the money on the resources to deal with those markets. So Europe and Asia and pretty much the rest of the world is they're they're happy just to collect the affiliation fee or the franchise fee, but then more or less like you don't hear from them. The, in, unless you owe them money. Yeah, like that's they what They kind of turn a blind eye. Because let's say, for example, that you just can't, in Australia, You, one of the reasons I, I barely ever stocked Alliance Geese in the, in the gym is because they're all in US dollars and then, you know, shipping and import taxes. For international listeners, we, a good gee in Australia, you'll spend about 200 Australian, right? And in the US, it's about the same. You'll spend about 200 US, right? But let me just do a quick currency conversion. So 200 US is... Is, is $317 Australian. Holy shit. So it's if you, up. So, and you're going to pay... Then you're going to pay shipping and import taxes, which is about 15%. Mm. So, you know, for what people are used to paying 200 Australian for a gi... I'm going to be like, but buy this Alliance gi for $450. You know, like, it's just ridiculous. And because Alliance doesn't have anything in place to supply to this part of the world, they semi-turn a blind eye. Whereas in America and Brazil, they're much more strict on, you know, chasing down affiliates who yep. aren't following uniform policies and things like that. Uh, I figured that would be the case because we're in Australia. We're isolated. You know, there's... What at the time there was two alliance gyms, including you, yeah. in the country, in the entire country. I don't think they're going to be I think heavily like regulated 30, Australians. Yeah, but you know what Gracie Baja do, for example, is they essentially have a you know a subsidiary of the bigger association. So there's a guy in Australia who's essentially the head of Gracie Baja Australia, mm. and. I'm not sure if it's percent based or if he pay, pays a flat fee, but he's allowed 
to he takes care of the whole of all of Australia, for example, mm. and then just pays you know percentages or royalties to the bigger Gracie Baja. So he's allowed to, you know, like it's on him for finding suppliers and then mm. and he the more that the better job that he does, the more, more money he, he makes yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, scheme. it's a bit, it's a bit pyramid <laughs> schemey. Yeah, you know, uh, so there's just no support for this for this side of the world, and mm. um, which is a shame because, in my opinion, me being one of Fabio's black belts who did the job for the association, in my opinion, they should have almost been paying me to open a gym here because if or if, you know if they would let the reins loose, they could have had me as the first soldier on the ground. Yeah. To not the first because there was already a gym in in Brisbane in the north of Australia, but you know he was under similar restrictions. Like, yeah. But they should have. It'd be like, for example, so kind of stepping stepping ahead now, but the 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 gym is being rebranded. To, to Vantage Jiu-Jitsu, which is not a new – well, it's a new team, but it's not like an existing team that we're now like leaving Alliance but joining this other team. So Vantage is just is just me, right? So it's not like we're leaving Alliance to affiliate with Atos or something. So, you know, it would be like if if you were like, hey, man, I, I want to – I know, I know it's slightly different. Alliance is a big existing team with multiple world titles and whatever, but for argument's sake, it'd be like if you were like, oh, man, I want to go open a Vantage gym in, you know, Mexico or something. Mm. You know, I'd be like, oh, man, you're like the first dude on the ground, like expanding the gym in a country where there's no Vantage jiu-jitsu yet. Like, wouldn't I want to do everything in my power to kind of help you mm. opposed to being like, yeah, cool, man, awesome. You go grow the team in Mexico and pay me for it you know like yeah, i don't know yeah, it just yeah. i understand it's a business and they need to make money and whatever but also it's a business shouldn't that kind of be i'm not asking for handouts but i mean it was just a little man all all you do guys do is want money from me you know like yeah so i mean that's that that's the i mean i guess they're the first two reasons to to summarize not not being on board with the the franchise model and the direction that they're taking the business and also the the financial obligation it just it just became too much and like i said from day one there was never a return on the investment but it was more because of my emotional connection i was willing to pay the money to to stay a part of the team and represent the team but i don't and when, when they continued to increase the price, and yeah, they would be like adding value, but again, things that aren't valuable to me because I already have these things, but if I go back to the first example, would be probably really valuable if you were a blue belt looking to open a gym. But they weren't valuable to me. It just, you know, it just became became too much, like I said, if I have to feed my son or or pay some, essentially throw money away to something that I don't need. Mm. You know, and I don't owe them in perpetuity. And that's the sort of vibe I got, you know, it felt like, yeah. you know, like I did my time. If, if you, you know, if you went and did med school at Harvard, imagine if you had to pay a royalty every time you, you said to someone, oh, you know, I went to Harvard. You know, it was kind of almost a bit like that, like, you know, I have to pay you forever just to – no, man, like I paid a lot of money for all those years that I trained there, you know, like – I know it's left me a little bit sour and salty to be honest, but, you know, there was even a meeting. There was even a meeting 
where, and this isn't me pointing out any one particular person. Alliance is also the business, the Alliance, the team and the jujitsu of Alliance and Fabio as a coach, like I can't find a single fault, you know, like they have more world titles than anyone. Fabio has produced more world champions than anyone. He's arguably like one of, one of the best jujitsu coaches of all time. You know, yeah, listing some of his students again, Marcelo Garcia, Lucas Lepri, Cobrinha, Michael Lange, like Bernardo Fadia, all these guys are all under Fabio. Um, so the jiu-jitsu and everything I have no problem with. It's just the business and Alliance, the business, they now have investors and stuff. So they have share. I think they have one big equity partner now who I don't know how much he knows about jiu-jitsu and that. So, you know, it's just going a bit more, hey, they want to return on their investment and... The business side of it, I reckon he's fucking dog shit. Right. So have you spoken to Fabio? How do you, how do you take it when you told him, hey, hey, bro, I'm leaving, I'm out? I, yeah, like not not super well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> shit. Like it was, it was a, I mean, I spoke to multiple people from the team and- Before you went to Fabio or after? Both. Right. And because these are also people that, they're not just people from the team. They're people who I used to train with and mm. I'm friends with. And and so people who I know really well and they know me really well. And it was really frustrating actually because no matter what I said, you know, it's like they just weren't listening to me, you know. Like there was a lot of, a lot of, I don't want to say smoke and mirrors, but, you know, a lot of those sort of very, marketing ways of saying sentences that you know it's almost like if you go listen to a Tony Robbins speech and it's easy to get super inspired and everything while you're there but that doesn't instantly translate into you being more successful and more motivated and Mm. whatever right Uh, so there's a lot of sort of that and it was just like no one was really listening to me and I'm trying to say to them like man you know this is too much money like you don't get it like this and that like these numbers don't add up and you know, I don't want to leave, but I need this sort of help and support. And, and you know, the rebuttal is essentially, if you do this, you know, you'll make money. No, 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 you're not listening. Like I've, did, I've been doing that for four years and I'm in the hole. You know? and, and essentially my argument was, look, whether I'm right or wrong, I'm right. And what I mean by that is, so Alliance is saying, do this, do that, whatever, and things will work out. And I'm saying, no, no, no you're wrong, that's not how it works, okay? Therefore, I'm right to leave. Or they're saying, do this and that and it'll work out, you'll be more successful. And if they're right about that, then I'm still like, well, I've been trying that for four years and so I'm obviously not good enough to do it or I'm doing it incorrectly or something and it's not working out for me. So even if your information is correct, I'm not successfully implementing that information so i'm still right to leave Mm. you know so like it doesn't matter if you know whether the information they're giving me the support they're giving me is correct or incorrect it's not working for me whether that's my fault or their fault it doesn't matter it's the (laughs) the bottom line is still no return on my investment (laughs) you know so the result is still you need to leave yeah that's right but yeah so uh i haven't spoken to Fabio since and I'm not going to name any names but 
you know, I have a friend who had a similar experience, maybe a bit earlier than me. Mm. And Fabio still hasn't spoken to him since. Right. So you, you know someone who left the team and then got ghosted by Fabio after they did that. Yeah. And, and I've also spoken to multiple Alliance affiliates because I, I, you know, I built friendships in, in the years with the team as well as especially in the years working for Alliance. Mm. And I had one other particular affiliate actually reach out to me. He was like, hey, bro, are you still with Alliance? And I was like, oh, I mean, if you went on actually, well, by the time this episode comes out, like we've already left Alliance, but the official rebranding of on the, day the after business, this yeah. yeah, this episode will come out on the 21st of October. The official rebranding of, of the business is October 22nd because mm. it's not like you go, oh, I leave and you just instantly magically have a whole other business and website set up and everything, right? Mm. Shit takes time. Um, but yeah, so he had reached out to me a while back and he was like, hey, bro, are you still with Alliance? I was like, no, I actually left and blah, blah, blah. And he was like, oh, can I call you? I was like, yeah, sweet. And this is a guy, this is an American guy, right, who I know from my time working for Alliance. And yeah, and he was like, <coughs> he was like, man, I don't get it. Like they're increasing the prices, blah, 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 and all the all the exact same issues that I'm having. And mm. anyway, he's, he's going to leave. And there's another student of mine was recently traveling somewhere in Europe and he dropped into an Alliance gym and the head coach there was like, yeah, we're going to leave because of this. Like it's way too expensive with really not the level of support that, you know, Gracie Baja offers or whatever. Mm. Yeah, it's also just, I also don't think they're, you know, one of the other reasons was it got to a point that I think I'd left it so long that there was really just the, the point of no return. Mm. But I also don't think just a lot of the ways that they talk about things and, you know, market things or whatever, I don't think they're also really following, I don't want to say the progression of jujitsu because it's, it's one of the things that I've always credited Fabio about is that how he would work so hard to stay current you know, like at, at the first year at Worlds that you saw Bolos, you know, it was then like the week after Worlds and he's back in the gym and we would have these classes where I'm just like a blue belt at the time where it was like Fabio and all the other black belts just essentially workshopping Bolos and everyone would be asking questions and giving suggestions and whatever. And, you know, it was the same thing when Wormguard first came out, you know, he would come back straight after Worlds and not just what the black belts were doing, he would look at what the up-and-coming blue belts are doing. and then, So he's jiu-jitsu progression-wise stays very current. But I don't think the market of jiu-jitsu, I think they're a bit stuck in the past. I think the it's changed a lot with, yeah. you know, social media, Flow flow grappling. grappling. Who's Gordon, number one? Who's number one? Gordon, Gordon Ryan. Ryan. Yep. Danaher, and, Death Squad. The and B I just, team. Yeah. yes. And I think the, the value of being part of a big team is not what it used to be. Mm. If you go back a decade or more, just saying you were part of Gracie Baja Alliance or whatever was enough for people to go, this dude must be good and know his shit, right? But unfortunately, the nature of any business or brand or product growing is a natural watering down. Yeah, it dilutes it. Of it. Yeah, 100%. And, and I just think a great example is Nicholas Marigali. You look at him and he's from Alliance, and within the last 12 months, he's competed under Alliance, then Dream Art, and then uh, and now New Wave. Mm. 
Because, I mean, the importance of the team is less important nowadays. Like, yeah, it still holds some weight, but, you know, people don't necessarily look at, at you know, Marigali and go, oh, he's from New Wave. They go, oh, it's fucking Marigali. Like, they're a fan of the athlete. It's almost like watching MMA or the UFC. Mm. Like, okay, let's take Conor McGregor, for example. I couldn't tell you what team he's from no freaking idea nor do i care right it's just people that invested in the athlete themselves and that's only going to become more prominent with more uh like super fight events like who's number one and whatever because there's no team winner yeah it's the coaches like the individual coaches and the individual athletes that's right you know and so uh like yeah, so it's more people want to be connected to that particular individual. So when yep. you think about New Wave, you think New Wave, Danaher, Gordon, Gordon Ryan are synonymous. Mm-hmm. You think about B Team, it's like Craig Jones and Nicky Rod and that whole, yep. you know, Nicky Ryan and that squad of five, six people is yep. like synonymous with mm-hmm. B Team. Yes, I'm sure, I think B Team and New Wave probably have affiliates or franchises or however they work it, you know, now, I would imagine, but. Or they're coming very soon, most likely. But yeah, it just dilutes out. And I think it's becoming less important. And therefore, there's less less value in it, Mm. you know. And even if you asked me a year ago before leaving Alliance, if I traveled to a different city or country or whatever, I'm not by default going to go to the Alliance that's there because I'm Alliance. I may very well, but like I don't really care what team – it's from, I'm going to look at well, the, the instructor yeah. and, you know, and go to that gym. It's the same as, for example, if if I was in, I can't remember where, where Braulio Esteemer's gym is. I believe it's in the in the UK. Um, but yeah, it's like he's Gracie Baja. And if I was in that part of the world, I'd go to his gym because I'm more interested in him as the instructor or the athlete or the mm-hmm. coach or whatever rather than being like, oh, I want to go to Gracie Baja or, oh, I'm not going to Gracie Baja because they're the McDonald's. Like, yeah. I'm like, no, it's the same. I'm going to go to Hodge's gym. Even Better though, buy a Gracie Baja gear though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, well, that's <laughs> it as well, right? But, you know, I guess someone of that caliber could get away with it. It's like if you went to Atos in San Diego, the Atos headquarters anyway, I believe you have to have the Atos gear and it's only white gear, mm. but they can get away with it because people are like willing to swallow that pill because they get to train with Andre Galvan, the yeah. Rotolo brothers, you know, yeah. Kynan and all that. So people will swallow that pill. I wouldn't swallow it for a drop-in. I, I remember you asked me this fucking ages ago and I was like, yeah, I probably would. I've actually thought about this one thing. Like ever, any time <laughs> like geese come up, I think about this example. And the more I think about it, it's like, bro, I'm not fucking buying a gee to go train, like to do a mat drop-in. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, but yeah, I guess if you were there for a week or something, oh, yeah, you might be yeah, like, oh, yeah. yeah. But yeah, you know probably. what I mean? Like, yeah. but you still get the fact that you said yes when you were asked that question months yes. back. Yes, I did. You know, just just hammers home the point that, you know, you, you're willing to do it for, yeah, to train with those names. Mm. But if now your opinion's already changed where you wouldn't swallow that pill to train with Andre Galvao, mm. what fucking chance does some dude who's just affiliated with Atos but isn't famous or anything, what chance does he have yeah. of getting you to buy a gi just to do a drop-in? You wouldn't nah. even do it to train with, you know, Galvão and yeah, the exactly. Rotolo brothers. Exactly. So it's just fucking backwards, man. It, mm. And, you know, and even the, the uniform policy, there's, you know, there's way more reasons not to have a uniform policy, in my opinion, than to have one. 
You know, you saying you're going to abolish the rule where you have to wear a white, black, or blue gear. No, 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 no. That's that's what (laughs) I am going to clip that where you said having a uniform policy is worse than having no uniform policy. Yes, I said that, but. But that doesn't mean you can just go, you hear that, guys? Adam said we don't have to wear pants. You know, like no. this. Oh, you're scarecrowing <laughs> this, bro. That's a that's a straw man fallacy right there. So you're telling me if I decide that I want to buy one of Levi Jones Leary's salmon pink geese, or what is it called? Peach, 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 peach geese, geese. The peach pink gee, that I can't wear it. You cannot. <sighs> my, I'm calling Levi. Yeah. My, my uniform policy stands at... Is it a, like, is it a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Competition gi? Yeah, like, is it a competition, is it a regulation gi? Does it pass the regulations? So Depends on the federation. You, you got to get with the times, man. So, I'm, so you c- grappling industries don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so you can, you know, as far as I'm concerned, wearing a peach gi is the same as wearing a gi that the sleeves stop at your elbow. Like it's not it's not regulation. You're not allowed to wear the gi, right? So, but if the gi stops at your elbow, it inhibits you from being able to do gi jujitsu. However, the color doesn't inhibit. It the does. Jiu-jitsu. It makes me physically ill, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, like I'm not. To be honest, I'm not that. I'm not that fussed about it. But for yeah, me, yeah, it's just really a very because I mean, you're really not. Like you got to have. If we're talking about the colors, right? Yeah. I've you seen know, people like, rock up with green geese to the gym and you don't give a fuck. Well, like, no, I did, I did tell something. Charles to change his gear. I said, don't wear it again. Oh, really? Yeah, if someone was just doing a drop-in, uh, they're just passing through, I wouldn't give a shit. I'm yeah. like, man, I'm looking, like, you're just passing through, like, it's fine. I, was, I wasn't even, refer- I didn't even know Charles had one. Yeah. I was referring to a drop-in. But oh, right, <laughs> the drop-in, yeah, Call out. I, I, don't, I don't care. <laughs> but, you know, because think about it this way. It's not fair. Which is more fair? Okay. For me, for me to say... Okay, well, I'm just going to keep it at it's got to be a white, blue, and black gi because mm-hmm. they're the only gis that are allowed in competition. Mm-hmm. So, you know, white, blue, and black, that's it. Mm-hmm. Or saying, you know, you can wear whatever color gi you want as long as I'm cool with it. That's fucking terrible because it's not fair for me to that's be like, you can, wear, you can wear a peach gi, but then if someone walks in with a yellow gi and I tell them you can't wear that, like, so. But why can't they wear a yellow gi, Adam? Because it's fucking ridiculous. I hate, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> it's, you know. Such a boomer, bro. Because I'm not going to go, I feel like if I was to allow, it's either got to be. All or nothing. That's right. You You're know? 100% right. And yeah, you I can't would prefer to say it's going to be white, blue, and black. Yeah. Or I would go, you can wear whatever you want. And I don't want to go, you can wear whatever you want. Because then it's like. You're going to have some. It's yeah, just, okay, okay, it's yeah. going to go too far. Yeah. You know? Oh, Definitely. Yeah, like, people are gonna rock up in crazy geese. When people people wear whatever they want when they come in with their whatever crazy rash guards, right? I was about to rash ask. guards are way more expressive and yep. whatever. So that's cool. That's cool as long as it's not offensive. Yep. You know, like yeah, of course. Like I mean, if if someone walked in with a rash guard that said, you know, you know, fuck we, we, yeah, you know, women aren't people or <laughs> something <laughs> oh ridiculous. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, you can't. Wear that, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. or whatever. But you if know, someone wore, wore if it's a just covered like in, yeah. if it's just covered in swear words or something, yeah, it's like, yeah. man, like kids are in here yeah. as well. Like you can't wear that. Yeah, you know? I totally get. You. Um, but that that's that's an example, and I know we're digressing, but this is, I think, this is an important point. That's an example of where you're you're current with the times, but still holding on to some traditional value because 
in terms of the gear, you're like, yeah, okay, it's competition. That's where I draw the line. You know, we could discuss that further, but that that's that's how you want to run it, and that's respectable and fine. But when you're looking at no gear, if you drew the line and said, no, you have to wear a a competition rash guard and shorts, and you have to wear my brand, then you wouldn't lose students or anything like that. But it it would piss people off in terms of like if you look at where jiu-jitsu is particularly the no-gi scene you, as you mentioned it it's very expressive like wearing your rash guard for jiu-jitsu guys is a way of expressing themselves yeah and for I a think lot of people I, I bet you there's a lot of i bet you there's a lot of guys who are listening to this now who might it wasn't until they started training jiu-jitsu and they were buying geese that they didn't need or rash guards that they didn't need. Mm. And then they had that moment of like, now I get why chicks have so many shoes, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like, cause I don't want that. I don't want that to be coming across as like I'm being sexist, that. you know, but, <laughs> but, that. you know, that cliche thing of girls or women having more shoes than they need or use or more handbags than they need mm. or use. I know I'm just very cliche painting here. Mm. Right. But you know, like, I've bought geese that I don't need mm. or rash guards that I don't need. Mm -hmm. And I know, and I have multiple students who have, they could train, you know, five sessions a day, seven days a week, and they still would have clean rash guards at the end of the week because they have so, <laughs> so many, right? But it's cool because then you can have one, like if you like the B team, you can buy their rash guard. If you like the Beyond Jiu Jitsu podcast, you can buy our rash guard. Like, and if your gym doesn't let you wear a Beyond Jiu Jitsu podcast, let us know your location. <laughs> Send us your pin. We're coming. We're Dojo we'll come, Storm. We'll come Dojo Storm. Then we'll see that your instructor's really good and we'll back away. Yeah. <laughs> Free rash guards for everyone. Yeah. Uh, Yes, 100%. I want so, to be able to wear my, my Beyond Jiu-Jitsu podcast rash guard. Yeah, so what I say, and this is what I'll say, we're having a big, on the 22nd of October, we're doing a big rebranding event so we can explain to our existing students why this is happening and what it means for them. Uh, but, yeah, one of the other things with Alliance is, you know, you couldn't, you couldn't even get merchandise. And T-shirts, for example, the margins are incredibly small. Right, you don't make like, any money off you, them. You pretty much make no money. You make mm. like one or two dollars, but by the t all that takes is for you not to sell one shirt. Yeah, and you've lost you've lost thirty bucks yep. or whatever. Or you sell every single shirt, and you're like, yeah, I made fifty bucks. Like that's it's negligible. Yeah, right. Uh, you had to sell fifty shirts. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. Ridiculous. So that's just the nature of them. The margins are very small, right? And uh, so with Alliance, you couldn't make any of your own shirts or, or anything like that or, you know, Because they have all the whatever. deals. Like for those that don't know, these these affiliates and these uh, these teams, they'll have a deal with a company. Like take, um, I don't know, Grips. It was previously Storm. Like even Browse is getting amongst it with some of them. And you have to, you have to purchase that company's, branded gee so it's like this big circle jerk yeah which in 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 the team's defense though like i'm not i'm not against this because for for example back in the day alliance didn't have that if you run right. alliance gym you could kind of make your own thing or whatever but obviously as it grew it got to a point where some gyms were making the most god ugly shirts or mm. geese of subpar quality and mm. you know when that's misrepresenting the brand that that 
Jacques de Fabio and Gigi had worked so hard to create. Mm. So obviously they had to put in some form of quality controls, which was, hey, there's only official suppliers who have the legal right to Mm. produce our brand. But there's a backlash associated with that. No, yeah, but like they should have, you know, they just didn't do it in a way that like the... I think <laughs> this is actually a big sticking point for me with Alliance. I don't think they understand how royalties work. You know, a royalty is you should be getting like the smallest piece of the pie mm. when you're getting a royalty payment. And, you know, there was just never the supply chain wasn't set up correctly for the affiliate to make any money. Mm. Right. And yeah, t shirts is one, but geese, you know, you need some margin there because mm. if I need to buy a chunk of geese, man, you'd be surprised. It's pretty quick to, pretty easy to drop 10K. On, oh, easy. on buying geese yeah. and then you know they sit in storage or in your stock and you don't sell them all straight away mm. and whatever and i bought some t-shirts know. for a business that I, I used to run years ago and i spent nearly two thousand dollars on like less than 100 t-shirts yeah oh easy, easy. gone easy. like and did i move them no no did so i sell any of them no <laughs> <laughs> you know. uh, but yeah so what i will say to the students on on saturday at the rebranding event is it's like hey man Nothing's really changed. People can wear whatever they want. Said so if you need a new gi or a new rash guard, like I don't care, wear wear a B team one or whatever. It doesn't really bother me. You know, I said if you want one from me, that's nice. Like it supports my small business, and mm. you know it helps me out a lot. I'm not going to force you to wear it, but it also, if you're wearing a Vantage rashy or gi. I would prefer you to be wearing it because you wanted one mm. rather than you were forced and obligated to buy Because you like one. the design, you want to support the team, like you want yeah. to fit in, you want to compete in it, whatever it is. Like yeah. when you choose to wear one from our team over, you know, a, a King's Gi or whatever, mm. like, I mean, I think that that means more to me than you being forced to wear one and I've got an extra 20 bucks in my bank account. Yeah. You know, so, um, you know, the... That, that gives students still that freedom to have the sort of expression with... Because at the end of the day, jiu-jitsu geese and particularly rash guards, it is in the fashion industry. Yeah. That's why people buy geese and rash guards that they don't need. Because it's not like it's... You know, it's... They like the look of it. Mm. And so you have to... You can't just keep the same rash guard design forever. Because mm. people get bored of it, like they'll want a different one or whatever. Yeah. Even if even if you force people to wear your Alliance Rash Guard, you need to change up the design as the years tick by. Because you know when it's it's fashion. Yeah, the Alliance logo never changes, but you got to change the design, right? And like look look at Nike. It's not like they just have the one Nike T-shirt that you can buy forever. Yeah, there's countless yeah. designs. The logo never changes, but. Yeah, but look at all the big branded, like the big brand, the big, I should say, teams. Look at all their branded rash guards. They're always boring as shit. Yeah. They're lame. They're, they're just basic. super basic. I think because they, they like to stay PC. Yeah, oh, yeah. And I mean, fuck, if you want to wear a rash guard, you know, with a big turtle on it, smoking a joint or something, I don't know. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why not, man? But, but I'm excited just for the the you know, not being restricted by by someone else saying what I, I can and can't do. So I, I did want to ask, sorry to cut you off, but we I, I want to ask this and this wasn't planned, but what what do you, what's going to change in terms of, is anything going to change 
not in terms of day-to-day and how you operate your gym, but is, has this changed your perspective on where you want your business to go now that you're free from the shackles, if you will, these are my words, not Adam's, of Alliance, <laughs> what, what, how is this going to change your trajectory? Are you looking to, are you going to look to expand in the, in the future now? Are you uh, looking to do your own marketing and, and change things in that front? How is this going to affect how you run your business apart from like changing the, the timetable? Um, like, yeah, perhaps a little bit. I think, you know, um, for example, I don't want to, I don't want to name the gym because there's no pen to paper. Like we just have sort of a handshake agreement, and it's not that. Uh, I it's more just for their security. I don't want to publicly say something about them that they that they didn't want public. Mm. But you know, for for example, you know, there's this other gym. That has that is a gym that offers multiple different things. It's not just a jujitsu gym, and they have jujitsu classes inside their gym. And previously, because they're not part of a big team or whatever, they would kind of fight under alliance at competitions and everything. And that now that we're we're Vantage, they're going to continue and come with us under Vantage. And so it definitely allows me to do more things like that whereas previously technically they would have had to pay an affiliation fee to alliance just to compete under Ooh. alliance <laughs> yeah, yeah come come uh. sue me right <laughs> come at me bro uh you know so i'm going to be free to do like partnerships and things like that that i previously wouldn't be able to do mm. like one thing for example let's say um you know Whatever. Okay, you've got your your um, longevity course that's just come out. The BJJ what? Performance and Longevity course. Link B- in the description. Yeah, <laughs> BJJ Performance Longevity course that you've done with Jordan Teaches Jiu Jitsu. Right. Let's say, for example, like I can't even think of something, but let's say, hey man, let's do a, a collab thing with you know mm. with Vantage and and this course or whatever. Mm. Like I could do that and make shirts and put the logos side by side and what and all these things that previously with Alliance I couldn't do. Oh no, you can't make a shirt and oh you can't have that logo next to that logo and oh no and all this. Mm. So just the ability to, you know, to freely do my own thing and also like I really feel good about it like morally and ethically. I know you said not the day to day, but all the little day to day things that I can now 100% have my soul and heart behind, whereas before I would kind of have to always be, you know, making sure it's okay with, not as in like calling Alliance and being like, oh, is it cool if I do this? But just things that I maybe knew, I'm not allowed to do that or whatever because I'm, you know, like how do I better explain it? Like one of the other things I said to Alliance when I was leaving was I said, I feel guilty. Like I said to them, like I said, I'm, I'm disrespecting you and the team. Like you was in like my coach, like I'm disrespecting Fabio, Jacare, Gigi, everything they've created, res- disrespecting my coach and the team as a whole by staying with the team because I'm not doing what you want affiliates to do. You know, I'm 
you know, you're saying that they need to do A, B, and C, and I'm going, nah, man, I'm doing like LMNOP or whatever. <laughs> like, you know, and I've, I didn't, I was actively doing the wrong thing, not because I was being rebellious, but just because, you know, I didn't want to take my business the direction they were taking in theirs, you know, and uh, so now I can do all those things without feeling bad about it, you know, because it's, it's just, it's not just me, it's me and my students, right? It's, it's everyone together. Like everyone is starting at, at ground zero mm. with me, you know, for, <laughs> for better and for worse, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> We're going under together, bitches. <laughs> you know, but, but I, I think, think all the, all the students want to know the new timetable. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we have a, a running joke in the gym that the, so in preparation to this, I had to build a new website and the previous timetable, the Alliance Sydney timetable became incorrect because we started adding more no-gi classes yeah. to the timetable and things like that. And so it didn't match up with the timetable on the website and I never bothered updating it because I was building a new website with a different web developer. Mm. So I didn't want to go back to the old web developer and be like, hey, I know I've just fired you, but would Update you mind? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I just left it and it became a running joke that the timetable was never correct. <laughs> the new timetable on the new website, which is vantagejujitsu.com.au, is correct. And it's just a complete 50-50 split between gi classes and no gi classes. Mm. So they just essentially, every class alternates. You know, so there's, I think, every day except Friday and Saturday, there's four adult classes. There's one in the morning, mm -hmm. one at lunch, and two in the evening, right? Uh, every, so every day except that Friday and Saturday, there's two no-gi classes and two gi classes. Like every class just alternates, right? Uh, so the morning classes go gi, no-gi, gi, no-gi, no blah, blah, and so on. Mm. Uh, so that's the new timetable. If you look on the website, it is 100% accurate. Last time I checked, <laughs> I'll double check. But no, it's 100% accurate. That's the new timetable, 50-50 split of gi and no gi. But um, that you've reminded me of another sort of example that I would give people as to one of the reasons to part ways is, you know, yeah, the... I said I don't really have a problem with the franchise model if that's what people want to do. But yeah, it would kind of be like, imagine if your gym that you currently train at said, oh, we're switching to, to only doing no gi. Like we don't do gi I'd be classes. okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there would be people that would be okay with it. But you'd lose students. But there would be students that would also be like, man, that sucks. Okay, well, you lost me as a customer. And they uh, might still end on good terms yeah. where they're like, you know, uh, oh man, best of luck to you. you See know, you, Ollie. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, best of luck to you, but you've lost me as a customer because yeah. you know I'm not interested in just doing no gi. That was kind of my way of leaving Alliance. Unfortunately, I was the person who was like, oh man, okay, best of luck to you guys. I don't really want to stay with you because I want to do gi, you know, when you're only doing no gi now. Yeah. And then Alliance has turned around and been like, well, fuck you. Yeah. Like, well, it's not, that's not very nice. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, just to clarify, we're not doing only no gi. It's 50-50 gi and no gi. I don't think you'd lose that many students. <laughs> we've got, I mean, we've. I think the people in the gym who prefer no gi are just more vocal about it. Yes. And the people who prefer gi, they're very don't, quiet. They don't really say anything unless all of a sudden one of their gi classes is taken away. Then they say something. Yeah, so, I've noticed the exact same. There are like, it, 
the gym is split. I think 50% of the people prefer no gi, 50% of the people prefer gi. And then out of those respective 50%, 10% of each of those groups are like adamant, like barely does any no gi, That's barely right. does any yeah. gi. And those are the vocal groups. But so man, they don't I'm speak still, for everyone. There'll still be people unhappy. Like for example, on the new timetable the on Monday, the 5.30 class is no gi and the 6.30 is gi. Mm. I'm going to have people being like, man, it should be the other way around. The 5.30 should be gi and the 6.30 should be no gi. Wait, wait, and wait. There's got to be an even split between the 6.30s though. There like, is. Okay. Well, then because after Monday complain. comes Tuesday. It's so fine. It, it alternates. It alternates. Yeah. Well, yeah. what are they complaining about? No, Shut but up. You know what? Because <laughs> oh, I can only make it on Mondays. Well, like, well it the doesn't team doesn't matter. revolve around you, yeah, Chops. Fucking get on the mats. <laughs> yeah, I know. My point being is people are <laughs> yeah, yeah. still going to bitch about yeah, it. You can't please everyone. But so long as you just make me happy, Happy and you're happy, then fuck. Who cares? It's <laughs> you happy, happy first, and then me. yeah, I've got to be happy, yeah. and then you can be happy. Yeah. As long as I'm happy for it to be that <laughs> case. If I'm happy for you to be happy, you can be happy, Adam. Thanks, bro. Thanks. You're welcome. Yeah, so uh, it's exciting. Um, Vantage, yeah. Kieran Lefebvre. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So it's coming soon. But it's been cool. It's I mean, it's been a lot of work. I mean, I'm, I'm proud of you. I've done. I'm proud me, of you. Adam. Not just me, my wife as well. Like the yeah. business is just me and my wife. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's been a lot of work redoing the website and even just a lot of the, the physical work, mm. you know, of... The gym's been painted. Yeah, painting the gym and painting new logos and stuff. And I painted this logo yesterday. It needs another coat. But man, but it looks good. It looks man, good. Man, it looks like it's been professionally I even messaged painted. you. I mean, so it's not the most intricate design, but, but still... But still, it's the logo painted on the wall and Adam painted this bastard himself. And I was like, holy shit. Oh man, no, like even it's the so morning, good. so many people don't believe I did it. Yeah, I yeah. thought you got professionals in because it looks really good. You, yeah. sh- you should be a painter. Yeah, Coming I mean, soon, Vantage Painting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Charles, Vantage Painting Services. It's funny as well because I absolutely hate painting. Man, you're good at it. It's crazy. God, I hate it. Hate. I could not do any any of that sort of shit. But I've, I mean, you've, now the cat's out of the bag and I've been the whole time like, oh, so what happened here? I know all this stuff, obviously, um, but- I mean, I've followed this journey for, fuck, it's been nearly six months that this has sort of been happening. Yeah, like I said, I mean, I probably would have left the team a long time ago if it Mm. weren't for how emotionally connected I was. But yeah, the straw that broke the camel's back is they essentially overnight doubled Mm. the cost of the the fee to be with them. And it was like, I can't keep, what essentially is throwing them, in four years, I've had one student join the gym solely because of the name Alliance. Yeah. Like, it just doesn't happen. It's not. It just yeah. doesn't happen. And, he, and he doesn't train anymore. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, like, it's uh, it's not. Yeah, that was the, the final straw. No one knows Alliance. Because if you, if you are attracting new students, the majority of your students are going to be white belts, right? Brand new. Yeah, so they don't know the difference between Alliance, Vantage, or Bumfuck Joe's Jiu-Jitsu. I, like, I think I would prefer to go to Bumfuck Joe's. <laughs> That's a good that name. Sounds, that sounds catchy. like a good time. <laughs> Get some. Uh, yeah, but that's the point. When I joined, um, two years ago, I walked into your gym because it was the closest gym off the street and I used to run past it. I'm like, that is a jiu-jitsu gym because it says jiu-jitsu. I'm going to walk in. Yeah. And then I did, right? I didn't know the lines. Yeah. I didn't know Gracie. Oh, I knew Gracie Baja, but I didn't really understand what Gracie Baja was. I didn't really understand... Atos. I didn't know of Danaher. I didn't know any of this. Like, look at you now. Look at me farm, now. If I get run the podcast, mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and that's it. I mean, you know, and the one of the arguments was, yeah, but once they're in the door, the value of alliance and everything, and you educate them about that, and it's like, well, uh, the, the the reality is, is you can't take that away from me. No. Like 
You're what, still Fabio's backup. Yeah, that's right. You know, like, and I and I said, I I can't pick a fault for Fabio as an instructor mm. and for the team he's created and everything. It's got it's nothing just, to do with that. Yeah. It's, so I mean, it's the business. Model. I still have a legacy of being Fabio Gagel's only Australian black belt, yeah. having you know lived in Brazil for five years. Mm-hmm. You know, was training alongside. Langi and Bernardo and again people who are newer to jiu-jitsu within the last one or two years the time that I was at Brazil would be like if you met a black belt who okay didn't go on to win world titles or whatever but they're like oh man like I'm from the Denaher death squad like I was training with Craig and Gordon and you know Gary and all these guys were my training partners like at my time in Brazil that's Fabio's gym was what DDS was, you know, mm-hmm. 18 months ago mm-hmm. or something. So, I mean, you can't take that away from me. So I've always got that legacy. I'm always proud to be Alliance. Uh, I'm just glad I never went through with it and got an Alliance tattoo because I'd probably regret it now Fuck if I did. Because, you know, you I did. about it? Yeah, when I was in Brazil, I wanted no one way. because I thought I don't have any tattoos. So some people have multiple tattoos, so they'll just – they don't give a shit. They'll just get more, right? Whether it's a good tattoo or a bad tattoo. But this would have been my one and only tattoo. And I remember my wife said, yeah, but what if you, what if you leave Alliance one day? And I, and, and I was like- Oh, never leave Alliance. No, but it wasn't <laughs> even that. I said, yeah, but you know, if I do, I'll still have that tattoo. As a, it will represent my time in Brazil and where I came from, jujitsu wise and everything. So even if I leave the team, the tattoo will still represent something, you know? Um, but now that- Unfortunately, when they when I left and they were like, "Well, fuck you," kind of, yeah. right, um, and won't talk to me. I'm like, "Well, goddamn, I'm glad I didn't get that." So, tattoo when now. are we booking in to get matching vantage tattoos? I've already booked it in, bro. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> one on each butt cheek. <laughs> yeah, um, nah, I don't think I'll ever get a tattoo. I think that nah. ship sailed for yeah, me. Yeah, me too, man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the... I like tattoos, just on other people. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Mm. Just on other people's faces. Yeah. Like Levi's face tattoo. Is I can't wait. I hope you get one, bro. That'd be sick. Yeah, but I'm it'll excited, be man. There's it'll been be a... Fire. It'll be fire. be so lit. So lit. There was... Um, yeah, man, I've repainted heaps at the gym. I had the first person ring me the other day who drove past the gym. And even though the... It's not until Saturday that the new website... Well, the new website's actually live, but it's not redirecting yet. That doesn't happen until Saturday. Yeah, right. Um, I had someone ring and I answered the phone as I do. Oh, uh, you know, Alliance Sydney, Adam speaking. And they're like, hi, is this a Vantage Jiu-Jitsu? Because it's quite big now, the Yeah, the signage, that's crazy. You know? and, and you're I'll, like, oh my God. Yes, I'm, it is. I was like, get your real edge happening. Yeah. Why, yes, yeah. this is Vantage. <laughs> yeah. This is Adam Charles. You're like re rebranding yourself as well. So you're going to speak like Barry White. Yeah, I could. Like a radio announcer. Totally change my persona. This is Adam. I'm now a prick. (laughs) (laughs) Even more of a prick. Uh, No, it's going to be good. And, you know, I'm excited to, you know, I hope that I can convey it through to my students as well that, you know, that I'm excited for them to, be doing this with me too mm. like whereas before we were kind of dragging someone else's cart along whereas yeah. i feel like now everyone's know, pushing you like yeah your like cart, our cart yeah like i mean i feel like it's all it's all of ours right yeah. like i felt like we were collectively maybe pushing someone else's before whereas mm. now like it, it's as much theirs as it is mine sort of thing. yeah well i speak for everyone with 
in saying that you could call the gym anything. We could be a part of Gracie Baja tomorrow or, or whatever. And I think everyone would still be pushing that card along. Yeah, but we're not going to do that. No, we're definitely <laughs> Fuck that shit. I might change it to bumfuck Joe's, but that's it. We need to get Joe back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Joe, if you're listening to this, where you at, bro? Haven't That's seen funny. you in a while. I actually, I actually have a message Joe's, sitting from Joe. Joe right? is one of those Look, blue I have belts. a message from him sitting right there. Well, fuck Joe. He was overseas. What are you doing, mate? He was overseas. But he's back now. He is back now. He's in Sydney. Yeah, yeah. And he, no, no. he's not in the gym. Yeah, he's been ghosting me. Where you at? Me. He's been ghosting me until this right bullshit, now, coincidentally. Man. He's one of those blue belts that, mate, he got the blue belt blues. I mean, Another victim. Yeah. Nah, hopefully he's back. Um, but yeah, guys, that's. I mean, if anyone has any more questions direct them to Fabio <laughs> yeah <laughs> about team splits and whatever like I mean there's there's so much more I could have spoken about that maybe needed more more targeted questions and I don't know it's also very I spoke to one of my students this morning actually and they were like wow are you okay and I mean I guess it was a bit of a stressful time and I feel really good about it now and I've yeah. and also having you know, really nice support from the students. Yeah. I, I made some shirts. Anyone watching the YouTube version, Kieran's wearing one now. And y- they y- were they were just some shirts that I made just to be like, oh, just make some shirts. So on the 22nd, I've got some shirts. Mm. I'm not going to make people wear them, but if people want, like, that's cool, you mm. know, because I feel, I don't know. I don't know. What's the word? I don't know. I feel maybe embarrassed to be like, oh, wear this. Like, why would anyone want to wear it? And I felt really, you know, I had a few students on day one essentially be like, man, give me some shirts. I mm. want to represent you in the gym. I'm so proud to do it. And, yeah, absolutely. You know, and I think I've, the only shirts left are like a size that not many people fit. You know, like mm. all the shirts are gone. And I've had people be like, oh, man, can I get a shirt? And I'm like, I don't have any more. Like, I only mm. ordered the minimum order because I didn't think anyone would want any, mm. you know? And so, and, and it wasn't about the money. I didn't make any. I actually just sold them for the price it cost me to make them. You lost money. <laughs> I was actually going to give them away yeah, until yeah. one of my friends no, was no, no, like, because uh, yeah. Yeah, we are a small business, right? Yeah. And, and my friend was like, oh, bro, you need to at least make your money back. He's yeah. like, don't give them away. Like, mm. what's wrong with you? And he still wasn't even happy that I decided to sell them at cost price because mm. it was just the first run. And I didn't think anyone would want any, mm. you know, and uh Buy your Vantage Jiu-Jitsu shirt now. Link in the description. <laughs> we actually did. I got a, a message yesterday or the day before from uh, one of our Patreons who got the Vantage gi. Yeah. The, the good game one. Did you read the message he sent us on Instagram being like, oh man, the gi arrived. Thanks. I, did, I love yeah. it. And, yeah. you know, getting heaps of comments about it. So that was cool. Yeah. It's a sick gi. That's, yeah. that's a fucking awesome design. I like it. But yeah, anyway, guys, if anyone has any other questions regarding, you know, team splits or, mm. you know, what's going on with that whole situation feel free to shoot them through but yeah otherwise um you know we're just a little small family team now vantage and we're going to do our thing we're still going to be not yet but we'll be an ibjjf team because i've got all the credentials for all that sort of bureaucracy so nice. you know we'll be there but yeah the instagram will change the day after, if you listen to this episode when it comes out you know the day after the instagram will change the website will change everything and Vantage Jiu-Jitsu, here we go. Welcome. All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. As always, at Beyond Jiu-Jitsu underscore podcast. All the links are there. Our Patreon, we got Kieran and Jordan's new course, the Longevity 
what's the correct name? The BJJ Performance and Longevity Course. BJJ Performance and Longevity Course that, that Kieran and Jordan have put together that only came out a week ago, five days ago uh, or A week ago like. when this airs. Okay, a week ago when this airs. You know, so check that out. All the links are there. Mm. But uh, otherwise, guys, keep training and we'll see you next time.